Investment advisory services offered through CWM LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor. It's time for the Money Night Podcast with certified financial planner Wade Chessman, president and wealth advisor at Chessman Wealth Strategies. Well, hello, welcome into the Monday Night Podcast. We're glad to have you on the show today. Way we got a good topic. We are going to hop into some strategies for single women, and I guess there's a lot of different scenarios. Wade, right? I mean, women that are just not married yet, or divorced, or even widowed. I mean, you come across women uh, in these situations all the time, right? Oh yeah, for sure. And um, it's an important topic. We want to make sure that they're taken care of. Absolutely. So we got seven strategies for you. So. This is a great starting point if you're just not familiar with financial planning, just don't have a lot of experience, or just you know want a little bit of guidance. Today's show should help you, help you with that. If you don't know Wade, I'm glad you're here to to get to hear from him today. He is a president and wealth advisor of Chessman Wealth Strategies and a certified financial planner and certified kingdom advisor. And we'll have our kingdom minute a little bit later on in the show as well, Wade. So stay tuned for that. But I want to hop right into this. And we're going to share an article that was in Yahoo Finance. We'll drop it in the show notes so you can read it afterwards or uh, reference it later on if you'd like. But seven financial planning strategies for women. And I want to go through these each with you, Wade, because for women, you know, I think more and more women, Wade, are, are taking control of their finances and being more involved in finances, unlike the traditional setup, you know, households for, for many years. But there are still that gender pay gap that they have to work with. So for women that are involved, you have to be a little bit more diligent, don't you, with your finances? Finances. Yeah. According to the study, according to the U.S. Census Bureau, which is mentioned in the study, it says women are more likely than men to have no retirement savings set aside. 50% of women said they have no retirement savings at all. Uh, of course, men, it's 47%. It's not like we're a whole lot better, but yeah. still, uh, most of this stuff could really p- apply to men and women, but we're going to focus on women just because, as you mentioned, you know, you got to take control of your own financial future. Yeah. And you did want to work with someone to really give you guidance and, and help you work through these also. But kind of a starting point here. We'll go through these seven. Let's start with the first one, Wade. Saving for emergencies, right? That's this is kind of the key for anyone that's trying to get their finances in order, right? You got to kind of have that that emergency fund set aside. Oh, for sure. And you've seen studies. I know, Ben, you've probably seen it. Um, how much of the population, if they had a thousand dollar expense, would send, you know, would they wouldn't have, know what to do with it? Like yeah. an unplanned, relative, what we would consider relatively small expense, they would have, they would be unable to take care of it, and that's that's pretty scary. Yeah. And, you know, one of the questions we ask when people come in the first time is we ask them, you know, on a scale of one to 10, how financially confident do you feel? And according to a study, you know, 34% of women say their financial situation keeps them up at night, uh, Mm. at least once a month. That's not good. And so having that emergency fund can give you a little bit of peace of mind knowing that, hey, lose a job, something comes, you know, there's always something that's going to come up, right, Ben? I mean, you're like people say, well, you know, I had a big expense in my house. Well, that's you're going to get that every year. Just don't know what it's going to be. Maybe it's an AC. Maybe it's car breaking down. So, yeah, getting that emergency fund is really critical. It helps a lot with peace of mind, too, knowing that something does happen. You're not necessarily going to have to go into debt or, you know, maybe even worse. So certainly we, we recommend that you have that. And if you're single – it's even that much more important to have it because you don't have anyone else to fall back on. 
Yeah, it's scary about the thousand dollars because I mean, we it doesn't take a whole lot to have a thousand dollar expense no. these days. Not 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 especially with inflation and how much everything costs. So, yeah, yeah. certainly important to have that emergency fund. All right, so you got emergency fund. That's the the first step here and the first strategy. What about your debt, Wade? This is a, should be a priority as well. Trying to pay this down. Well, also the study also said that um, you know debt is a major concern that ladies have, single ladies have, and I can I get it. Credit cards, other debt vehicles. It's difficult when you have a lot of debt to make headway to your goals. So obviously, you know, we want to have that emergency fund. And then we want to start paying off debt to get us in a more uh, a better situation. The other reason that debt's so important, we talked about this been many times, like on Kingdom Minutes and things like that. But the Bible says when you have debt, you become a slave to the lender. Well, really, what that means is it just hangs over you, and you're really beholden to the insurance, to the credit card company or the car loan, and you know they're they're going to want their money no matter what's going on in your life. So paying off debt not only is good financially, but it also helps with peace of mind, kind of like having that emergency fund. So we want to definitely work toward getting as much of that paid off as possible. Yeah. I mean, when you do those two things, right, uh, right off the bat, having that emergency fund set aside and then getting rid of your debt, I mean, it, it can make your life, it can just be a huge weight off your shoulders, right? You you don't have to worry every day. That's right. And if you do those two things, you're going to be better off than most people. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't take a lot to be in a better financial position than the average American just by having those two things, the emergency fund and the paying off the debt. Now, we've talked about this ad nauseum. This is my favorite subject, but the only way I know how to do those two things is to have a spending plan, have a budget that you set aside money, you monitor it, you change it. You can go to faithfi.com, check out their um, website. They've got a tool for that which I really like. So we won't get into that too much today, but that's the way to do it. Yeah. Well, let's, let's, let's mention budget. I was going to get to that in a minute, but let's, let's hop on it right now. This is okay. again, something that's kind of part of uh, planning, right? And we talk, and as you said, you can go back to most of our episodes, budgeting comes up and a spending plan comes up, you know, pretty frequently here, but it's so true that it can, you know, give you the confidence you need to kind of know where you stand and to feel good about where your finances are. Yeah. The the, the issue is it's you know, a lot of times people think of a budget as it stifles them. They, they can't go and do what they want. And I would argue just the opposite. It gives you financial freedom to do things, but without worrying about it. So if you want to go on a vacation, you know, instead of going on vacation the whole time, you know, feeling guilty or worrying about how much you're having to spend, my wife and I just went on vacation and went to Colorado and, and everything's so expensive. Mm-hmm. You know, I've noticed things have gone up quite a bit, but it would make it even less fun because, you know, who likes spending money? Uh, well, I shouldn't say that. My wife, I think, enjoys it pretty <laughs> well, but uh, <laughs> I, I don't really necessarily like it, but I really don't like it when I know I don't have the money and I'm going to have to put it on my credit card and work to pay it off. So, what the yeah. budget will allow you to do is give you freedom to spend for those people that are that don't like to spend. And then for those people that are f- a little bit more free with spending, helps them stay within the guidelines so that they don't blow up their plan. So, yeah, budget's super important. No one likes to talk about it except for me. But <laughs> it, uh, I know. It's we appreciate weird. it, though. Yeah, I, I, I really – I think I would go crazy if I couldn't budget. Just, it would just drive me nuts. But – you don't have to be like me, but it is a really important tool to help you feel more confident, 
and to help you with other goals such as saving for that emergency fund, paying off debt, and then the the next thing we're going to talk about, I think, which is you know setting aside money for some of your longer term goals. So maybe we'll get into that next. Yeah, uh, that's you know I think part of it is is as we get into that, it's like that planning, right? It's it's so important that you you do these different things, but the kind of the bigger picture is that you're actually sitting down and putting a plan to place in place because as the stats have pointed out that you pointed out to us, everybody doesn't have these things, doesn't have the emergency fund, doesn't don't have any retirement savings. Most of that kind of stems back to the fact that they haven't done any planning at all, right? That's right. And so what we recommend for that is that you start, you know, they say the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. The next hmm. best time is today. So whatever stage you're in, earlier the better is you start setting aside money for the long term as soon as possible. Take advantage of employer matches that they may offer. Most companies offer some kind of match in their 401k, 403b. Try to max out as much as possible within your budget. That's the important part about having a budget. Um, there's And there's other things you can do, Roth IRAs, traditional IRAs. But start thinking about that right away and putting away, building that into your plan. And so you don't even miss the money. You know, we've talked about this a lot. The onus used to be put on the, re, on the employer for retirement. You know, they had pensions, you had social security, you were set, those were gone. And they put all the burden on the employee, you know, 401ks, the, the uh, primary vehicle was never designed to be the only, only thing out there. It's just the companies have realized it's a lot cheaper so it's up to us to then to make sure that we're going to have something there for the long term. All right. So we've gone through a few different uh, strategies here for single women. Again, if you have questions, we go through this. If you're a woman that needs help uh, getting a grasp on your finances and need a kind of hand getting that, that process started, it's, not, it's important that you have someone on your side. Wade, again, is a certified financial planner. You can find him online, chessmanwealth.com or Call it 214-572-2120. As we continue on here, Wade, diversifying your investments, getting a little bit, I guess, uh, more advanced here uh, from the basic planning and budgeting, but diversification, the next step here. Yeah. You want to have that emergency fund built up. You want to have a budget. You want to have retirement savings. But then once you start investing and putting money aside, you don't necessarily want to leave it all in a savings account. You want to diversify into different asset classes. That's the whole idea of asset allocation. You want some of your money, perhaps in stocks, some of your money in bonds. This takes a little bit of educating yourself, but it it's not impossible. You want to make sure that the plan you put together is in line with your goals and objectives and also in line with your risk appetite and your time horizon. Now, obviously, that's where working with someone like me can help, but there's resources out there you know, to do it yourself as well if, you, if you're not quite ready to work with someone. But definitely you want to start learning about how to diversify your investments so that, you know, you have a much better chance of achieving your long-term objectives. Yep, that's the goal. You want to achieve those objectives and reach that financial freedom. All right, uh, as we continue on here, Wade, we're talking again some strategies for women. And Wade works all the time with women in these scenarios. So, uh, again, he's a great resource for you. But beyond that, 
insurance is the next thing to consider here. So what I, when I hear insurance, I think it's, there's so many options out there, so many different policies, yeah. how much do you need? So as, as you're kind of a starting point, what do you, what kind of guidance do you give someone who's just trying to figure this out? Well, we, we talk, we call it wealth protection when we talk about advanced planning issues. And so there's all, as you can imagine that that's a pretty big swath of ideas. For example, disability insurance, in the article, it mentions unmarried female workers are underinsured for disability, and nearly one in three said they were extremely unprepared for any disability that would cause them to lose their income. So uh, it's important that you review and make sure you have proper disability insurance. And this is something that people, I don't know if we've done a podcast on just this. This would be a good one. I need to write that down. Okay, I'm writing it down. DI. <laughs> Maybe get an expert in talk about it, but yeah, uh, it's an often overlooked area. You know, most companies, if you work for a big company, they'll have some kind of basic benefit. But I think I've talked about this on the podcast before. When my dad was about my age than I am right now, he got sick and almost died. And really after that, he was, he just couldn't work in the same way he was able to before. But thankfully he was prepared and he had uh, disability, good disability insurance that really saved their bacon. So it's extremely important to have it. Hopefully you never have to use it, but it's there. Other types of insurance might be life insurance. Although, you know, if you're single, you may not need a lot, but if you have some, somebody that's relying on you, if you're, if you weren't to be on the planet anymore, you want to make sure you have that. And of course, long-term care insurance is something we always recommend taking a look at because, uh, especially as a single woman, it's certainly important to have that backup in case something ever happened and you needed extended care later in life. Hope sometimes it happens even sooner than that, but most of the time that something happens later, that's certainly important to look at as well. So uh, I'd say all those things. We also talk to people about even look reviewing their homeowners and uh, auto policies to make sure ad- they're adequately protected. So there's insurance kind of as a overriding or larger there's lots of ways to look at it. Let me say that. There's lots of things to be yeah. considering, but I'd say those those are the big ones, and you want to make sure that you're properly covered. All right. Last thing here, something that's close to you, important to you, uh, part of the the planning process that you do with people, part of the Smart Choices Wealth Management Solution is the estate planning aspect of things. So, kind of the the final piece of what we want to discuss today. Right. I mean, everybody should have an estate plan, but for those that are for uh, our single women out there, it's especially important. Uh, when you think about, hey, if you were to have a car wreck and become incapacitated and you needed someone to take care of your financial affairs, you want to make sure that you have the proper documents in place for that. But if you're in a car wreck and you're incapacitated and you're in a, you need somebody to come in and make medical decisions on your behalf, super important. You want to have that as well. Uh, you want to have all those documents. You want to make sure that you have a a will or trust so that it, you can have if you, the assets that you do have go to the right people, organizations, not only while you're at death, but possibly even while you're alive. My grandmother, I've used her as an example. She's still with us, been 98 or 99 years old now. That's awesome. Um, she has a trust. She's no longer her own trustee because she can't do it. Her mo- My mom's the trustee, but the idea that you know, she had an estate plan for when she died, but also while she's alive. So there's, you know, the power of attorney, the directive to physicians, all those documents, super important for everybody, but especially single folks. 
Uh, we want to make sure that you're taken care of if anything were to happen. And, you know, I love having those conversations, but it's better to have something than nothing. I'd say that too. Yeah. And on all these cases, right. Just taking that first step is, is so important. It can be overwhelming at times to, to kind of know where to start, but hopefully these seven strategies will help you out. But as you can tell, there's a lot that goes into it and, and why it's so important to have certified financial planner like Wade on your side that can help you with each one of these things and more. There's more to the planning process, but this is just such a great starting point. Uh, so hopefully this helps you out again. I'll put this link in the show notes. You can read through it for yourself, but if you have any questions, chessmanwealth.com is the website and the phone number is 214-572-2120. And now, this month's Kingdom Minute, where we learn what the Bible says about managing money and how it applies to your life. All right, Wade, as always, it's time for our Kingdom Minute. Awesome. Well, in this episode of the Kingdom Minute, I wanted to talk about the topic of, of how big are your barns. You may have heard that everybody's, I think a lot of people are familiar with Luke chapter 12. Jesus shares the parable, the rich fool. Uh, and I think that message is every bit as important then as as it is today. I'll start the first part of it, Luke 12, 16 through 19. That's where Jesus says, the land of a rich man produced plentifully. So this guy had a lot of money. And he thought to himself, what shall I do? You know, for I have nowhere to store my crops. So he had a lot of excess. And he said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to tear down my barns and build larger ones. And there I will store all my grain and all my goods. And I will say to my soul, soul, you have ample goods laid up for many years. Relax, eat, drink, and be merry. I like I like how he says, I will say to my soul. It's kind of like when you say, I say to myself, self. Anyway, <laughs> he's basically this guy has money and he's going to build something bigger to hold it. And now a lot of people may read this and think, hey, that sounds like a solid, good solution. You've got more stuff coming in. If your barns aren't big enough, you need to build bigger barns. What's wrong with that? I mean, that's why we have so many storage units in the in our country. We got people got more stuff they know what to do with. Well, the rich man finds out what's wrong in the next two verses. They read, but God said to him, fool, this night your soul is required of you, and the things you have prepared, who will they whose will they be? So who is the one who lays up treasure for himself and is not rich towards God? So if that theme sounds familiar to you, uh, there's a really good reason. Charles Dickens no doubt borrowed it when he wrote A Christmas Carol. And in this case, Ebenezer Scrooge took on the role of the rich fool, obsessed with money and possessions. That's all he cared about. But unlike the rich fool, all Ebenezer Scrooge gets a second chance. And the good news is, so do we. Our second chance starts with the understanding of what rich toward God's means. It's an unusual phrase, and God's word really doesn't elaborate on it, but what we, we can get an idea of its meaning by contrast. It's the opposite of building bigger barns, or laying up earthly treasure for ourselves. So being rich toward God is acknowledging that we're made for him, not our own pleasure or possessions. Our abundance is in him, not our bank accounts. So rich toward God means counting him as greater riches than, greater riches than anything on earth. And it means, it means using earthly riches to show how much we value God. How do we do that? By giving generously to his kingdom. You know, had the rich fool done that, then he might have heard the words from Matthew 25. Come, you who are blessed by my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. 
I was a stranger and you welcomed me. I was naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you came to me as you did it to me, as you did it to one of the least of these, my brothers, you did it to me. But the rich fool did none of that. He thought only of himself. And when he died, he left his earthly treasure behind. Now, Jesus is not saying that our works save us, but he is saying that not doing the good works we were designed for will hurt our relationship with God. Jesus is teaching that money and possessions are dangerous because they can lure us out of the love for God and keep us from treasuring him. And because of that, some people may think that money is bad, but it's not. It's just a tool that can be used for good or bad. While the proper use of money can store up treasure in heaven for you, the improper use of money can be hazardous to your spiritual health. Um, the problem wasn't that the rich, that the guy became rich. You know, obviously that's not the case. The rich are no less godly than the poor. The problem was that he, the rich full ceased to view God as his supreme treasure. And if God had been his treasure, he might have said, hey, God, this is all yours. You've made my fields prosper. Show me how to express with my riches that you are my treasure and that my riches are not. I already have enough. I don't need any more luxury and leisure. Had he said that, the rich man wouldn't have been a fool at all. He would have been a very wise man who was rich toward God. And he would have discovered, as Jesus quoted, it's quoted in Acts 20, 35, it's more blessed to give than to receive. So the rich fool had to learn it the hard way. We don't have to. We can learn from his mistake and try to be rich toward God. So it's a balancing act, you know. Mm-hmm. We, we're all about helping people build wealth. And so even for me, it's something I, I struggle with. But the idea, it's not that it's not bad to have wealth. It's just more about your attitude toward it. So hope that helps. Yeah, with everything in life, way there's it can be used for good or bad, right? There's, That's right. Just about everything's that way. So we appreciate your perspective as always in the Kingdom Minute, and uh, we appreciate you listening. Again, log on, chessmanwealth.com. If you are in that uh, widow category, Wade works with widows all the time. There's actually a tab on his website where you can get There's a whole section on there, articles, everything. Absolutely. So check that out, and we'll drop the link to the uh, the Yahoo Finance article we talked about today in the show notes. Wade, hope you have a good week, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Ben. The opinions voiced in Money Night with Wade Chessman are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Investing involves risk, including possible loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. To determine what may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, financial, or tax advisor prior to investing. Guests on Monday night are not affiliated with CWM LLC. Investment advisory services offered through CWM LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor.